Welcome to another episode of John Michael's Rockbox, a podcast that showcases extremely amazing talent from around the world. I'm your host, John Michael. On today's show, all right, welcome to John Michael's Rockbox. Very excited to have on the phone with us today, Golden Globe, three-time Emmy Award-winning actor, uh, Jeremy Piven. I got to add Jeremy on on your list, uh, besides your acting, of course, kick-ass stand-up comedian, podcaster, cigar aficionado, and and there's a whole list. There's a slew of stuff you got listed, which is fabulous, man. And I guess also say my editor, Andrew Klesh, is a big fan of yours. <laughs> so I had mentioned, mentioned to him that I was going to talk to you today. He's, oh, really? And he just about flew out of his shoes. Andrew is a man of taste. Yes. We celebrate Andrew. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so welcome, man. It's good to have you along. Thank you. It's good to be here. Ah, so shall we start with your uh, stand-up because you're on a tour uh, doing some comedy show- shows and, of course, uh, be hanging out at the San Jose Improv and a couple shows on Friday, 7.30 and 9.45. Saturday, you got the 7 o'clock and 9.30 show which is a great venue to do any show. And for, I guess, yeah, com- comedy, it's just fabulous. I love it over there. Yeah, it's an incredible house. It's it's a real theater uh, that feels, you know, like there's a couple thousand people in there, but there's only 450 people in there. So it's an intimate setting. We need to laugh right now. We need to all just get out and hug it out. <laughs> and I'm going to be making them laugh for an hour. I'm going to be bringing some friends. So it'll be a couple hours of laughs. That's good. And and I think we all need it right now. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. with you totally. And so in um, doing that, how long have you been on this tour now, then? Uh, for almost 200 years. Oh. It's been almost 200 straight years. Yes, yes sir. So you've had some practice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, indeed I have. Um, no, I, I feel like I've been on this tour for years, and I, I, I slip in some boobies when I can, yeah. and that's what I've been doing. I've been going back and forth. Um, and it's been a blast and, uh, one kind of feeds the other, like you said to me, it's going to make your acting better. And I thought, what? And it, you know, he was kind of right. I, I didn't think that one really had anything to do with the other, but I guess because you're on stage and you're performing, right. you know, eight hours a week, you know, eight, five to eight shows a week, um, 250 shows a year. And then you, you get back on set and it's like, you don't have any rust on you. You just, you're, you're kind of acting as a momentum sport. So you got all this momentum. Right. I was, yeah. I was just going to ask you that. It's funny. You must've been reading my mind. How, how you can uh, just move from one to the other, but that makes a whole lot of sense. And so how, how do you prep for your standup then if you're bouncing between uh, both your acting and stand-up Well, comedy. I tell you, it's it's funny you ask that because I'm sitting here with my pen and pad listening to my notes, my voice notes, and this interview is interrupting my process, <laughs> and I celebrate you, and I love you, even though I don't know you, I've never met you. <laughs> That's right. But at this moment, you're, you're, you're this beautiful, luscious, necessary <laughs> evil. Yes, you I'm, know what I mean? I'm a necessary Does that make sense evil. to you? Yeah, Absolutely. Was it uh, the, you got to step away sometimes to come back and have a fresh mind for it? I suppose, maybe. 
Yeah, I, I think mostly I have to promote my show so people know I'm there. Yeah. And that ends our conversation. And one of the great things about stand-up is our our lives are, are insane. And nothing makes any sense. We're wearing uh, these coffee filters over our pie holes. Yeah. And pretty soon, you know, we're going to pull them off. And we'll walk into a restaurant and we're contagious. So we have to wear the mask. And then we sit down and we're not contagious anymore. So we can pull it off. And we could go, happy birthday. And it makes no sense, right? Yeah, right? But we're doing it. We're still doing it. We can stand next to Magic Johnson and hold our breath. We can get, the, we can get you know, the vaccine in our Johnson. We can get the Johnson & Johnson in our Johnson. <laughs> Nothing makes sense, my, my friend. Nothing makes sense. Nothing does. I don't get it. I haven't for a while. Yeah. And so I scratch my head every time I throw that mask on, just like, I hate this thing. Mm. I hate this thing. I can't stand it. Sir, can you cover your nostril? Yeah. 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 I'm 400 feet from you. Uh, they, I, I, I'm actually literally in a Pope mobile. Yeah. You want me to cover my, okay. Okay. If you say so. I even saw that the, in Japan, they had created a mask that will keep your nose covered. Uh, well, it allows you to eat in a restaurant. I was just like, well, I don't, I don't, oh. under, I don't understand the purpose of that one. That one didn't make any sense whatsoever. But because I don't know, it would be it, it, at this point, it's like if they told you I'm confused by all of it, <laughs> like if they said to you, OK, we're going to you can take the pill for birth control. Yeah. But you it doesn't really work. So you need you need uh, various other forms and, and he, he needs to wear a condom and it doesn't really work, but it works. Um, I walked into a store the other day. I was going to buy my mom some flowers. I have a huge heart. Don't right. worry about it. Right. And the woman said, can you pull your mask up? I said, of course. She said, we're open, but we're not really open. <sighs> I said, that's great. I'm going to pay you in Bitcoin. Yeah. It's, it's money, but it's not really money. <laughs> okay. How about that? We're even. <laughs> yeah. And life is good. Yes, sir. <laughs> ah, stand up. Gotta love it, man. And you know, I got people are prepping for the big game, which for some reason we're not supposed to say what it is. Uh, Super Bowl, like on the radio. I don't know why, but it's whatever. And so, uh, what a great way to to kick off your weekend or celebrate football by going to comedy. <laughs> and and Jeremy, you know, I think people would just be thrilled to head on over. Um, Let's let's jump into your entourage a little bit because it apparently uh, besides I like it that my uh, editor just loves it and uh, the concept of it is just fantastic. Who is it? Was it somebody came up to you and said, "Hey, hey, Jeremy, I got this uh, that I th think that you would be perfect for this entourage, this character, Ari Gold." Oh no, no, no one said that. No one's ever. I've never been perfect for any role in my life. But. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not just being honest with you. I mean, you, you know, you you do a certain amount of work, and then they think they have a role that's like something you've done, and then they go, "Okay, yeah, we need a raging lunatic who can scream at people and is incredibly reactive and takes up all the energy in the room." So we've seen you play that. Can you play this? Now, no one knew I could play Ari Gold. I was forty movies into a career and had right. been playing a lot of like, you know, kind of schlumpy best friends to Cusack or Nick Cage or something. And, you know, I've been on stage, of course, since I was eight years old. That's a different story. But when, when that role came around, no one knew I could do it. And so, you know, that's, that's the life of a journeyman actor. Sure. And so you just, you got to go in there and 
So I'd heard about it because my friends were up for the job and to write the show and they didn't get the job. And so I'd heard about it that way. And I knew HBO is a, is a great home for content and they had sex in the city and Sopranos. And so I went in there and and met with the team and, and here we are. Man. And, and so how do you like doing that? How do you like sitting there and, and, and being that role of uh, Ari Gold and, and acting in general, I suppose, uh, to, I don't know, how, how often do you film? How often do I film? Is yeah. That the question? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it depends. I mean, these days I'm doing mostly movies. So, you know, I'll go off and uh, and film for a couple months and then I'll come back and do some stand-up and I try to juggle both worlds. That's got to be tough. That's got to be tough. I mean... No, I think tough would be like fighting in a cave in Kabul. Yeah. I think that would be tough. That would be hard. I think, you know, (laughs) doing something that I love and earning a living um, is a a blessing. And that sounds pretentious, but. Nah, but it's great. I mean, you know, because stand up by itself is, is no, well, for, for the general person is not, is not an easy task. I mean, like. No. can't just get up there and say, you know what? I think I want to be a comedian. And then, you know, and yeah. I, I and, and you know, it's funny. People look at me and they say, how can you be a comedian? And I'm thinking, well, let's see. I've been on stage since I was eight years old. Right. Uh, I have a background in sketch comedy. I've been writing and rewriting every role I've ever done. So I've been writing on my feet. Um, I, I, I won three consecutive Emmys in the comedy category. And as far as I know, they don't hand them out like candy. It's not little league. You know, so I might, I might've come by some of that, honestly, I've been so blessed and lucky. So, you know, I, I, you know, anyone that shows up at the improv this weekend and you're absolutely right. Prep for the Super Bowl with me, bring your girl out. We'll have a laugh and, um, and then watch the Super Bowl on Sunday. But you know, anyone that doubts that I can't make them laugh for an hour, I, I would, it would be my honor to prove you wrong. Oh, that's going to be great, man. And so, just so you know, Jeremy Piven on the phone, and he's got shows at the San Jose Improv uh, Friday at 7.30, 9.45, Saturday at 7, and then again at 9.30. And it's just, it is really, I mean, they serve food, they serve drinks, you got comedy, you got a show. It's fabulous. Going out to comedy night in a place like the Improv is just it's a great night out, man. It seriously is. And you just, you know, comedy helps people forget about everything that's going on in, in their lives at the moment for, you know, the couple hours that you guys are up there. Yeah, it really does. And I, and I, you know, we, we've all been separated and confused and been getting conflicting messages <laughs> yeah. uh, for so long. And I think that part of what comedy is making sense of all this. Um, and you know, that's, that's, it's an honor to be able to go up on stage with the mic and do that. Right. And so, so we all need to come together and, and I, you know, I've been vaccinated. Uh, I, I will be wearing three condoms and a shield. (laughs) Uh, it's going to be very, very exciting. (laughs) How much fun. How much fun. And it's like, Hey, you know, Jeremy's a kind of heavy package dude there. He's got three condoms on. <clears throat> yeah, you, you do what you can, man. I, I, I always feel like I'm a little nervous when I'm driving next to the guys who are alone in a car and they've got the mask on and the oh, shield. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like you're over. Are you a serial killer? Like <laughs> you're overcompensating. What's yeah. going on? 
I don't understand is that Dexter? one. Dexter? <laughs> yeah. Is it Jared Leto? What's going on? I don't know why I said Jared Leto. That makes no sense. Yeah, well, you know, it sounded I just good. Threw it in. Uh, but you can't tell. I mean, you know, under that mask, driving by, I've seen a lot of those. It's like, okay, well, not sure why you've got that on. There's nobody in the car with you. Your windows are up, yeah. but whatever. You know, if that, right. makes, if that helps you, then fine. Fine. Wear it. I, I think it. I think it's, you know, it feels like, well, we don't need to get into this. Yeah. I, I was going to say that it, there are a lot of performative gestures out there, and we need to do the right thing, but I think we need to do the right thing for the sake of doing the right thing Absolutely. and not to look like and take a victory lap because we're doing the right thing. <laughs> and um, we're, we're caught in a, in a strange vortex right now. Yeah, no doubt about that. I agree with you. Hey, so how do you prep? How do you prep for, say, uh, well, let's keep it separate. So how do you prep for comedy before you get up there? Well, I, I, I was telling you earlier that I, I am sitting here with my notes and this conversation is getting in the way of my prep. <laughs> so I, if, if a joke bombs on Friday and Saturday night, I'm going to blame you. Okay. Because this, this is time that I'll never get back. <laughs> yes, it's true. No, you know, no pressure to you, but <laughs> thanks. <laughs> if somebody somebody mentions to me hey you know i was at the improv and i was watching jeremy piven and he said your name and then he gave you the finger i was like well ah, gee whiz come on man ah. <laughs> uh, so well there's that and then okay so let's ask how do you prep for your acting is it just you know do you, you read your role you read your script and I mean, cause there's, there's a lot involved for both, right. For doing either or. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting cause you know, acting is you have the role in the script and it's been written. And so it's your interpretation of the character, who he is, where he comes from, his fears, his doubts, what is he masking, all that stuff. And you got to own the role, learn your lines and, 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 you know, have it appear to be completely improvisational. Right. And then, Stand up is you're writing the script, so you're you're a one man show, one man army, and and that is certainly uh, more daunting uh, at times. And that's you know, but that's the fun of it. You know, will this sure. joke work? Yeah. Will it land? Oh, that's got to be fun and to I try. Love it. That's guy, yeah, no. I'm gonna try this new one out this week, new joke, and see if it hits. And it's I would imagine pretty fulfilling once you get the the big laughs. Uh, that go on <clears throat> from the crowd that comes out to see you. So fabulous, you know, because um, uh, can you explain, and I've heard this before, and I usually ask, you know, the comedians when I ask them, timing, because that's a big word in, in the comedy world, right? To, to have your that timing it's for the person. Mm. Yeah, for me, because I've been on stage my whole life and it's my home, uh, I love to be there and it's not a, a monologue, it's a dialogue with the audience. You're going back and forth. So that's, for me, that's my home for uh, right now. It's, it's just more about honing the material and, and working on the jokes and craft crafting them. So they land. Right. Wow. And I'll bet once you fall into that groove, the, the, your time, which is what about an hour, uh, disappears yes. pretty quick, right? Yeah, it's it's funny. I always I'm up there and going, man, I want to do more. Um, <laughs> but that's why I brought a, a couple buddies with me who are incredibly funny and been doing it forever, and um, and they they warm up the crowd for me while people are eating and drinking and finding their seat and 
trying to figure out how to eat with a mask on, which, you know, <laughs> apparently, as you said, the Japanese have, have leave it to the Japanese to crack it. Yeah. You know, bless them. <laughs> figure it out a way. Well, I understand yeah. that. I understand the mandate's going to be lifted soon. So thank goodness for that. Hey, yes, we're almost there. Not in LA though. We're going to, we're going to hold on for dear life until, uh, I don't know until when, but oh, man, wow. Mostly because, you know, there's so much paparazzi here. So we want to, appear to be always doing the right thing. The thing. I think that's Jeremy Piven, but I'm not sure with that mask on, you know, but you know, well, who knows? But he's, but he's wearing a mask, but he's, he's doing the mask. right thing. Yeah. <laughs> and Hey, how about this podcast of yours? I understand that, uh, this is fabulous. Your podcast was, so you got a lot of great guests on. Yeah. It's called, it's called how you live in Jay Piven. And um, <clears throat> it's been going on for about six months, and we love it. And I get to sit down with all different types of people. And, you know, the creator of Entourage, uh, next up is Kevin Connolly, who played E on Entourage. And we have a very honest and open relationship, uh, conversation right. <laughs> uh, about our relationship. Uh, not in that way. We're not yeah. dating. Um, <laughs> but anything's possible. No, no disrespect to any man-on-man situation. Oh my God, we're we're living in strange times. I know, <laughs> yes. I know. We gotta we gotta tread lightly. Yes, um, but it's a great great long form conversations like this, and you can get it wherever you get your podcast. How, how, how do you like that? I mean, because now you're going act from acting to to stand up comedy, just sitting around and just kind of like shooting the shit with your friends. Um, and recording. yeah, I mean that's that that to me is the best because I'm. I also selfishly pick people that I'm fascinated by and I can learn from and that's what it's all about. And whether they're, you know, actors, athletes, musicians, uh, spiritual guides, gurus, whatever, I'm, I'm down for all of it. Right. Uh, I don't, I don't kind of just stay in one lane and I know there are a lot of people that do that, but I, I'm fascinated by so many different types of people. Yeah, you're like me because that's kind of like the uh, the premise of this show. We'd kind of do that as well. We we bounce all over the place, and you know, not just comedy, but musicians. I've had several authors and and, and painters, and you know, uh, it's just fun to find people that are just interesting out there. They have a lot to share, and so yeah, well, you know, why not? And then if you could sit around and talk with them for a half hour or so and, and kind of like find out things that you might not have known before from somebody that does something different or unique or something that yeah. you're, you're used to. So what's, what's a, what's a good joke that you've heard recently? Oh, I haven't. And that's the bad you thing. Haven't? No. Can you say one? Can you have a good one? Well, my, my buddy just, he said, man, I, I really love a good old fashioned threesome. I was like, what? That's, you know, a little. That's a non sequitur. And he goes, I don't like the, the, you know, two guys and a girl. That's not a threesome. That's gay sex and a witness. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that's not bad, my good friend. And that's, yeah. That's good. Don't you? Yeah. Do I have one of those in here? There it is. <laughs> I, knew, I knew I had a sound effect in here somewhere. And there it is. There you go. Gotta love it. And so just in case. <laughs> All right. So we got that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. We can find it all, right? So have you got one of these Roadcaster Pros for your um, podcast? What is that? It's a a mixing board. And it... it, Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, prior to you, I had Bob Saget on. And this is prior to, you know, his passing. 
and we talked and he was just getting into this podcast and he acquired one of these roadcaster pros which it, it's everything in this thing man you don't need all the other equipment it's, uh, you could uh, hook up your phone to it which this is what mine yours this conversation is running through because it has bluetooth capabilities you know and it's all there the hot keys and four mics which is probably usually enough and it links up to your computer and in fact i do my radio show from here <laughs> doing that wow that's amazing roadcaster pro and, and and we miss bob and it's uh, that's a tragic yeah this is a tragedy that we lost him i know for sure it was just it was i was i was floored uh, because i i had just but interviewed him a month, I think it was before. Um, and, you know, we were just was, was he at the improv? Yeah, he was at the improv. And wow. he was doing his tour, of course. And then, of course, you know, in Florida is where they said yeah. uh, that say day came. But it was just, I was just like, what? I know. You know, that uh, one morning I woke up and I heard that. And I was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, he was, he was one of these guys where I, you know, he was so into charity as well. And we would get a call every once in a while and go show up for him. And, and, and he was just a sweet guy. Everyone loved him. And there's been a lot of great tributes to him and, and, uh, we'll definitely miss him. Absolutely. And, and I, and I, I bro, I hate to leave you on that down note. So we need to bring it up. Okay. And then we need to close it. We need to, come, yes. we need to finish strong. Yes, we do. Because you are heading out the door. Uh, Jeremy Piven at the improv. You don't want to miss any of his shows Friday. He's got two shows Saturday. And of course that's this weekend, February 11th, February 12th. Don't get confused. And, uh, you can go, you can go to, uh, Jeremy dash Piven.com. You can go to my website. You can go to the improv's website, but tickets are going fast. We've got a few left. Come out and hang this weekend. I will prep you for the Super Bowl. We can hug it out. Yeah. Let's get after it. Absolutely. And, uh, and don't forget. Or maybe not hug it out. We can virtually hug it out with six feet away. Yeah. I don't know. We'll what is, figure it what out. is it? Air hugs or, you know, fist bump, whatever elbows, we, whatever. It, we it, can fist it. Wait, yeah. what? <laughs> I don't know, no, man. we can't do any of that. <laughs> it's not allowed. <laughs> no, sir. No fisting. No fisting. <laughs> we'll get uh, t-shirts made. I, I like that one. How you living, Jay Piven? Don't forget to check out his podcast. It's gonna, I think you're going to fall in love. And, uh, and, and uh, we'll have some links posted there for you, and you can check it out. And, and for his uh, cigar, cigarness, which before I let you go, uh, you know, I tried that, and it, I failed because it was probably a crappy cigar. So, Ooh, you got to get a good one. The, the, I got the J-Piv Robusto. You can go online and get that one or any, any of your cigar stores, ask them for it. And if they don't have it, tell them to stock it. Stock it's from Illusione, which is one of my favorite brands out there. And we made a great one with easy draw, tastes good. And it's exactly, I designed the cigar. So if you want to know what I like to smoke, this is it. There it is. You can get, you can get it for under $20 and I'll be passing them out. Hey. I'll be literally passing them out this weekend. Man, who doesn't want one of those? <laughs> Yes, seriously, you know, and I mean, I'm just going to pop out of the bathroom and just, no, I, I was about to say a terrible joke and that I just had this image of Joe Rogan. And no. I thought, no, just take a beat, take a beat. Listen, brother, thank you for your time. Thanks, Jeremy Piven. All right, man. Appreciate it. Continue success. Look forward to chatting with you again another day. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, man. 
see you. Bye-bye. A big thank you to today's guest and also to all those who helped keep John Michael's Rock Box alive. Business manager, Leslie Schneider. Audio and video editors, Andrew Kolesh and Jim Bozo. Stylist, Michelle Best. On the road, videographer, Martin Garcia. And mostly a big heartfelt thanks to you for joining us today. Because without you, we wouldn't be. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share, share, share. And until the next time, God bless you. I'm your host, John Michael.